Okay. So your your mom put you in dancing class when you were young. Yeah, because my mom used to be a dancer herself. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. What type of music did she dance? So she used to do um, folk tradition, I mean, Caribbean folk dance um, back in the Caribbean, Martinique. And it's how she got brought to Europe to be a a professional dancer. Wow. Yeah. In Luxembourg before going to Belgium, by the way. Wait, say that again? In Luxembourg. Luxembourg? Yeah. Oh, that little bitty nation. The little bitty nation. Yeah, that nation is big as Burbank. (laughs) Yes. And when you look at it in the map, I'm like, what is this? Is that a city? It's like, no, it's an actual nation, Luxembourg. I only met and one person sp- from Luxembourg. And they speak, uh, I think they speak three languages over there. That small city speaks three languages? Yeah. Yeah, it's a country. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right, you can call it a country all you want. I guarantee there's more people in Burbank than there is in Luxembourg. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, for yeah. sure. <laughs> probably. Wait, so your mother put you in dance. Did, well, how did your father feel about you dancing? I mean... My dad wanted me to be a, a lawyer. As he should, because he's a Congolese man. You're going to be a lawyer. <laughs> Mbote, welcome to another episode of the Bonta Boys podcast. I'm your host, Baleko Azizawisa here. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very, very special guest. We're here with Angel Gaba. Gaba, yes. I had to look down because I was like, I was going to say Daba. <laughs> no, I don't eat Daba Gaba, anymore. Uh, why not? Because I'm vegetarian now. Vegetarian? Yes. African vegetarian? Um, it's like Indoki. You know that, right? No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Come on. It's just like the food is it's just bad in this country. Wait, 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 in this country? Yeah. Well, yeah, in America, the country, oh, the food's terrible here. It's processed. terrible. So then I just decided to stop, you know, eating meat first and then just making research about what I put in my body because as i'm a dancer as you know uh-huh. i have to pay attention to what i put in my body good for you because you know in america kids will be 12 and be diabetic because we just eat a bunch of trash very true yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to to really like as you said learn a lot about the food system mm. here i would I would even use system as a word yeah. and also like the label because it's completely different uh, compared to europe the dosage and everything is just different and then i ended up having like high blood pressure Oh, no. And then I changed my diet, and then now it's gone. Oh, well, good for you. I'm happy you're here. Well, <laughs> not really, but you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, you just because of this fries that I didn't give you. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. We're, I, I, we're in the car. She has fries and doesn't offer me one. Yeah, but I don't know him like that. We're you're in the car. <laughs> I'm driving. The car is like my house. You're in my house. You got yeah, to offer me really the food. It really looks like your house, okay, by the okay, way. Okay, that's enough. Don't, hey, that's enough. <laughs> This weekend, I'm going to clean the car. That's, that's <laughs> enough. No, you, you said, said a lot. Okay. You said a lot. Right. You called me a messy person. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, you sure did. But <laughs> you anyhow. Re- you revealed yourself. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> now, we're here with Angel Gava. You are a dancer and choreographer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you are Congolese and you are... Mar- so, my mom is from Martinique, the French Caribbean Martinique. Holla. And my dad is from um, Congo, Congo, uh-huh. Kinshasa. Oh, 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 Sangaboni. Okay, uh, good. So wait, well, your mom's from uh, Martinique. Do they, do they, do they be doing that thing where like they be doing like you know the seasons where the women be like in bathing suits and the breasts be all out? Do they do that? You know, like other islanders where they be having like the okay, they're, they're dancing in the, in the streets. They, they do have the dancing. You talk about the carnival. Yeah, do they have that? Yeah. Yo, yeah. I need to be there. It's not as big as um, Trinidad and Tobago and all those stuff, or even like the carnival, uh, the Jamaican one in yeah. Notting Hill. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not as big, but yes, yes. We need to go. Yeah, let's go. I, I'm trying to see as many, many um, top and bottom. Chicks as many as oh, I can. Oh, that's the reason why you want the, to go. We, not, not about the culture. Not, you're going to go by yourself. Not for the culture. Anyway. No, no, right? <laughs> okay. So, since you are a choreographer, you know, we, we ask everybody this question mm-hmm. or not. Do you have a Congolese approved degree? Like, did you go to school first? Like, like and then you became a dancer? How did, like... <laughs> that's a good question. The Congolese degree is mm-hmm. very interesting. You know, like I say to my student all the time, like, um, born and raised in Belgium, like... Mm-hmm. It's nothing new for me to be African or neither Caribbean. So I am African every day. Mm. So it's easy because I, when I teach, I teach who I am. And mm-hmm. I teach a part of, you know, it's in my DNA. So that's, this is for the <laughs> degree, the Congolese degree part. Yeah, yeah. But then, yes, I did uh, learn dance um, at an early age. I was six years old when my mom put me to the ballet and I did ballet wow. uh, for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. Then I switched to the hip hop. I was very into, I'm still teaching hip hop though, but then... 
I think I fell in love with the hip hop culture back then in Europe. Uh-huh. It really helped me to express myself in a different way. And then, you know, the whole, <clears throat> so I don't teach traditional, I teach only contemporary dance, how they call it, the Afro dance, whatever yeah, yeah. they want to call it. But again, for us, it's nothing new. So it was a way for us to celebrate it. It celebrates each other outside of the the continent. Mm. So you know the African diaspora, the Congolese diaspora. When there is music, you know we don't play; we just dance. Right, right, right. And it's nothing new. Now it's new here in America. It's more relevant for certain yeah. people. So then, yeah. yeah. It's re- it's funny because it's really new on the West Coast, like Afrobeat. If you're not a uh... If you're not African. Yeah, yeah but, yeah. Th- and that's the reason why I push a lot to say, like, I don't teach Afro beats. I mm-hmm. teach Afro dance because I'm not Nigerian. Mm-hmm. And uh, my roots is not Afro beats. My roots is um, Ndombolo or Coupe de Cali, um, Afro house too, you know, from Angola. So we're not far from each other. Right. Uh, but then I, I I teach some Afro beat steps with Afro beat music. I'm nothing against that. Mm. But I'm not going to teach Afro beat just because it's trendy. Right. You know, I used to dance Dumbolo like what twenty years ago, stuff like that. Oh, so you're like a purist. Um, uh, I'm not gonna say that, but I think I stay true to who I am. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to fit into any kind of box. That's not who I am. Okay. So your your mom put you in dancing class when you were young. Yeah, because my mom used to be a dancer herself. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. What type of music did she dance? So she used to do um, folk tradition, I mean, Caribbean folk dance um, Uh back in the Caribbean, Martinique. Mm. And it's how she got brought to Europe to be a a professional dancer. Oh. Yeah. That's so interesting. In Luxembourg, before going to Belgium, by the way. Wait, I'm saying it again? In Luxembourg. So she L- was, Luxembourg? Yeah. Oh, that little bitty nation. The little bitty nation. Yeah, that nation is as big as Burbank. <laughs> yes. And when you look at it in the map, I'm like, what is this? Is that a city? It's like, no, it's an actual nation, Luxembourg. I only met and one person sp- from Luxembourg. And they speak, uh, I think they speak three languages over there. That small city speaks three languages? Yeah, it's a country. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right, you can call it a country all you want. <laughs> I guarantee there's more people in Burbank than there is in Luxembourg. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, for sure. <laughs> probably. Wait, so your mother put you in dance. Did, well, how did your father feel about you dancing? I mean, my dad wanted me to be a, a lawyer. As he should, because he's a Congolese <laughs> man. You're going to be a lawyer. You see this one. You see this one behind you. You know what he is. He's a lawyer. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so my mom wanted... My, my mom My mom always... Like, you know, my mom was like... She was like, if you're good at school, if huh. you do what you need to do at school, you're fine. Oh, okay. No trouble. You don't bring any any trouble at home. She let me do hip hop. She let me wear my baggy jeans, and then I was like wearing my clothes baggy like Aaliyah jeans. and crisscross. I was like doing all of that. She was like, "Yeah, you're fine." Um, crisscross. She doing clothes backwards. Yes. Oh, okay. That, you're yeah. so corny. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was cool and my mom was okay with that so I know you're not nice because of those french fries but uh, oh, oh, I'm, I'm hot I'm steaming so yeah so that was that but my dad you know my parents never lived together they were like separated when they had me I'm sorry so no it's fine and then yeah so my dad never really took that seriously mm. until I got to perform uh, at the Zenith de Paris for um, Salif uh, Keita Wow. Then it was the first time it was like, oh my God, so yeah, that's big. You have a talent. Yeah, kinda. My my dad is a very good dancer. Uh-huh. You know, my dad is um Muluba from uh, uh-huh. from the Kasai Oriental, uh-huh. and he's a very good dancer. Oh, that's dope. Very good dancer. Just let you know, I'm Bakongo, real one. Get at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Baluba, strong. Très, très fort. Très, très fort. Très, très fort. Okay, we out here. <laughs> so like. Which are, so you talk, what dances do you like specifically do? So I teach hip hop and uh-huh. I teach Afro dance. Uh-huh. I call, you know, my technique in my, my class Afro dance and not, like I said, Afro beats. Mm. So people start, you know, getting to know it more and it's become something more familiar and then people understand more the technique and what is it about and also the difference between Afro dance and Afro beats. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the culture is very important to you to like inspire your a choreographer. A lot. Right? Well, yeah. How do you feel like, uh, do you think through like dance? I know I know we went over questions like earlier before, but I'm just thinking right now outside the box. Do you think dance is a way to like, kind of like, I don't want to say bridge the gap between culture and people or to make people more aware of the culture? Because like people don't realize like dance is a huge part of like culture. Yes, it you know is. What I mean? It is. Uh, that's a good question. I feel like I, I have this... Um, natural i would say gift yeah. of bringing people together 
and i think it's also it comes like easier i would say mm. just because of the dancing aspect right yeah, yeah. if i yes. open the conversation and let's talk about slavery <laughs> or let's talk about colonization yeah. you know certain people in the room might feel uncomfortable yeah, yeah. but when you, when you put the music and you start moving make people moving at some point there is no judgment yeah, yeah, yeah so beside that you can open conversation then you know about more specific topic without making make people feel uncomfortable yeah um because i have like every like a lot of diversity in my class right. i want to like i said i want it's very important you know to me the culture so i really like you know say speak my truth yeah to it but again i don't want to make people feel uncomfortable yeah. but i just want them to understand what is it about and the reason why i'm doing that because i could do you know i have a ba marketing management i can do so many things but oh there it is I knew it. We we knew you had that that African degree. Exactly. It was in there. You thought you, you thought you're gonna let it slide by. You th- <laughs> I knew your father was gonna let you just go through. I'm just gonna be a dancer. No, you're going to get the degree. Exactly the degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that marketing? So that marketing definitely has to help you out with like your dancing, right? For a lot. Per, per, per a lot. You know, social media and everything now. It's so different. Like talking about 25 years ago, it was different. So now, yes, the marketing does really help me to be like very aggressive on social media. Ooh, very aggressive, a lot of ours, <laughs> huh? You know, very aggressive, very, as you say, um, relevant, and just stay, you know, in the, as you say, in the in the trend. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. what's popping? Mm-hmm. Let, let me let me ask you this, yeah, yeah. What is the Kai African style? Oh, the African. Kai so, African. <clears throat> In 2011, <laughs> I don't know, someone who's a lawyer, I think. Yeah, he's, he's a jack. <laughs> Didn't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in 2011, I got, you know, I came here with my ex-boyfriend. Mm. Um, you weren't married and you moved with a man to the to the States? <laughs> See, that's the problem with you kids, man. You guys have no structure, no order, and then you get <laughs> HPV and coronavirus. Oh, my God. Just discussed. Well, uh, um, so what I was about to say. Uh, um, oh, look at you, swag. So, yeah, 2011, I came here with my ex-boyfriend, and we stayed like for three months, and it was like our big dreams. And, and he used to be a, an actor and a, a singer too. Uh-huh. But for him, it was more complicated because of the the language barrier. But me, as I was a dancer, I, I had an opportunity to really like get into the dance community community sorry pretty fast yeah, yeah and i got spotted by my mentor miss robinson she's the person who brought the hip-hop outside of the, the street in the dance studio oh nice so basically if the hip-hop is the hip-hop today is because of her because she saw something in the hip-hop she was like yo you guys need to learn how to structure yourself so then hip-hop becomes something big And she's the one, the first person who introduced hip hop at the Alvin Ailey Broadway Dance Center and all those uh, big studio now. Um. Let me say something. That Alvin Ailey, I know he said this on the car, but I just said it on the podcast. If you can ever go to the Alvin Ailey like theater company and see a show, that's incredible. I yes. saw it once and I was like, this is incredible. Yes. It's one of the, you know, I was fan of uh, Alvin Ailey when I was back then in Europe. My mom introduced me to, to him and, uh-huh. and to his work. So I would never like think in my life that like, I would be able to work over there. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's something big when you're a dancer, choreographer, when you mm-hmm. dance world is very is very big. So I'm very proud of that and I'm really, you know, every day I'm I feel grateful for yeah. that. So so she saw something in me. She was like the way you move is not like us. I'm like what do you mean? She's like in your hip hop there is something different. Mm-hmm. And I was like no, she was like yes. You need to brand it. It was way before the Afro beat became, you know, super yeah. big. So she was like, you need to find a name and really like, you know, brand yourself because there is something more African about you, even in your hip hop. Wow. So that's the the meaning of African, which is African and Kaba. Mm. So African. It's funny because you keep bringing up hip hop, right? And I don't know, I'm here in the States, so mm-hmm. I've been, I'm in hip hop. Mm-hmm. When has hip hop like been, has hip hop always been prominent where, where you were, where you grew up? Yeah, so my mom, like I told you, was a dancer. So she was um, about the the disco and the funky yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and all of that. So she is the one who introduced me to the <laughs> to the dancing and you know to all of that. She was always open minded about music and stuff like that. But uh-huh. then, at the age of, I was a teenager when I really you know f- came across, r- I would say hip hop, but rap. I was rapping. I was writing. Yeah. Uh, oh, you got co- bars. 
Oh, man, you know, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah you said it with no confidence. Just that, feel like, yeah. That was a long time ago. Uh, we don't you, need to... Let me say something. You can't have bars with that accent, okay? That's, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, it's going to uh, be. Uh-uh. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. So I remember the Zulu Nation in Belgium were, like, organizing hip-hop, you know, party. And I was wow. going there by myself, and I was, like, amazed about it, you know, about yeah. the positive energy, uh, the talent, of course. Yeah. And it was beautiful for me to see that. Yeah. So and we new. have, and different. Yeah. It was not really the new, because it was very underground. You know, yeah. I was like, I don't know, 15, and I was by myself in the Zulu Nation, like, party, mm. like, you know. So it was very, it was different. I really loved it. And so we do have a different type of struggle in Europe, right? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. the reason why hip-hop is so big over there, too. Like, yeah. big, like, yeah. huge because of that, so when I did realize other oh, kids like that that look like me mm. were like experiencing the same str- struggle, yeah. I felt, I don't know, like moved and free yeah. to express myself in a different way. Because like, I mean, ballet, I, ballet. And I was like, I don't know, from six to 16, I was doing ballet. I was the only black girl. It was very, very hard, uh-huh. you know, for me to, to just express myself through that. But I learned a lot, you know. Uh-huh. So hip hop came across and then it was just like, I don't know. It was it was deep. I was a fan of uh, Tupac. Yeah. They're my favorite rapper. Shake my hand. God bless you. Okay. Oh, that's the only thing. <laughs> Yeah. And all these, you know, hip hop artists, French hip hop artists that maybe you guys don't know, yeah. but yeah, hip hop is, is very, is very big uh, in in Europe too. It's funny because, like, you know, the root of hip hop always comes from uh, disenfran- disenfranchised people trying to find a voice. Because I don't know if you know out here mm-hmm. in the '60s and '70s, all right, ever you know, remember jazz was big, mm-hmm. but then when they took away jazz out of the schools, humans have to express themselves creatively, whether it's dance, music painting or any type of art or whatever so it just gave this 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 rest haven for hip-hop and that's where hip-hop comes through so it's funny to hear you guys in europe that are having like social issues where it's like the way we can express express ourselves is still through hip-hop yeah. even though you guys have never been to compton you guys have never been to harlem never no. been to, it's, it's amazing right yeah there's always something in the air around the time and airway that's that's, that's- that's huge. And for yeah. me, when I teach, I always like to bring that, you yeah. know, because it is important for people to remember yeah. the reason why, you know, hip hop exists, you know, exists. Yeah. And then and then the whole thing about Africa Bombada and all of the, the struggle were happening in the Bronx and stuff like that. I think oh, good for it's you. important for the people to really know about that because hip hop now is so as you say, it's mainstream. Yeah. So sometimes people forget about the roots and the roots is really the reason why I felt in love with this culture. Yeah. So you must, you must not like like new hype, new hip hop, huh? Some, 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 some. Yeah. <laughs> you like Tatiana? Yeah, I think, I think it's cool. I think, you know, you know, I work with kids all the time, you yeah, know, the yeah. TikTok, and, you know, I'm very, like, you know, I know what's going on, and I know what's happening out there, so I'm not someone who's like, eh, yeah. you know, but I like to remind them the roots. I like to remind them where um, the hip-hop is coming from, so then they don't forget their own, you know, because I'm, I'm amazed sometimes, I'm like, oh, when you see, like, all these dances, right, that come from the ghetto, right, yeah, if you yeah. say ghetto, yeah. all these dance, you know, those kids, I mean, in our community, because outside of our community, people don't can really see the difference between you and I, African-American, Caribbean, and African, right? Yeah. We know. But outside of our community, people don't know, so I just want to... You're black! Exactly. <laughs> so I wanted them to remember how beautiful they are, yeah. how strong and powerful they are, so then they can... You can use in other fields of I life. I say that. Yeah, but they can also like ce- celebrate themselves more because mm. yeah. people can see the talent. And yeah. I'm and I'm I'm over there too. I'm in the industry. I'm in the entertainment business. So I see how people are taking stuff from the community, are taking stuff and make money. Oh, yeah. So I wanted them to really understand that. Um so that's the reason why I'm about the Tatiana, the you know, the whole thing, you know, the beefs and signs, because I wanna know, you know, yeah. I wanna stay relevant. Do I like everything? Not really. You know, uh-huh. I watch a little bit of, you know, hip hop and I forgot the, the love and hip hop and stuff. Oh, I love love hip hop. I you love know? the women I love hip hop. Oh, whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm watching, you know, I watch videos, I stay, I need to know what's going on. Okay, so, so you're from, Bel- you grew up in Belgium, Congolese, mm-hmm. Martinet. Mm-hmm. You, live, you live in New York, you mm-hmm. visit LA. 
do you notice any difference between dancers and choreographers like here in the US like versus Europe? Yeah, ah, oh yes. People are way, <laughs> it's not, you know what? That's also a good question. It's not about talent though. Because mm -hmm. again, you know, the whole thing about history, if you go deep, deep into the dancing, l'Opéra de Paris and all this stuff, we do Ooh. have talent in, uh, in Europe. It's not even that. It's just, I would say the motivation. There is a different level of motivation, dedication and commitment. Also, we don't have such a huge industry like you guys have here. Yeah. You know, the entertainment business. We talk about millions and billions. Like, yeah. I was watching the, the numbers on Broadway. I yeah. think, like, The Lion King, King the mm. musical on Broadway, even after almost 20 years, they still make millions per week. Yeah. That's money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then, it, you know, sometimes I'm like, yo, I still have to, I, I still have to push because mm. outside of the community aspect, there is like money. And I want to be, you know, I want to have a seat at the table. Yeah. I want to have one or two millions too. And then, you know, share mm. it with my community. I would like to see more people that look like me make more money with our own, you know, own uh, art and, and, yeah. and whatever. Because at the end of the day, the only musical that talk about Africa and Broadway is the Lion King. And yeah. they talk about animals. Yeah. No, no humans. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. Me, yeah. It's, it's funny you bring that up because like, uh, oh, you know what? We'll come back and we'll continue this conversation about the Lion King with Angel Kaba. Hey, podcast listeners. This is producer Glory here to plug the online classes of today's guests, choreographer, dancer, and artistic director, Angel Kaba. While you're stuck at home, why not try one of her fun and affordable weekly online classes? From Sunday to Friday, she has classes such as Afro Dance, Afro Core 30, a 30-minute workout that helps strengthen your lower back and knees, Afro Dance Kids, Afro Gym Toddler, a fun workout for little ones and their parents that uses Afro Beats music and basic African dance moves, and Hip Hop Groove and Cardio. For more info on Angel's weekly online classes, you can email your questions to afrodancenewyork at gmail.com. Once again, that's afrodancenewyork at gmail.com. And you can book one of her classes on her Eventbrite page. The link will be provided in the show notes. Thank you, and back to the show. And we're back. So we were talking about The Lion King. I lost my train of thought because... You're a bully. What do you mean? Like, you know, bully, like people that bully people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is you yeah, are. Why? Yeah, so I forgot my train of thought. Because you were bull like when we in, the, in between the commercial break, you like were bullying me. And I was just like, I lost oh my, my God. Uh, 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 you know, uh, that's not true. Can you uh, move your feet, please? Thank you. Oh, oh she's so rude. <laughs> but anyway, so we were talking about... Uh, What am I talking about? Yeah, we were talking about the business, like what, is, oh, what yeah, was yeah. the difference between like LA like, and New dancing. York. And no, Europe. you were talking about Europe. Yeah, in Europe, yeah. we don't have that huge um, entertainment business. Uh -huh. I mean, now I would say it did change though because of the internet, because the kids have more access right. to, you know, um, music and they can really share their music. Um, I mean, worldwide, it was not the case at least like another 15, 20 years ago. Uh, so now, yes, people have more access to music, especially if we talk about the African music. Um, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, I think it's beautiful for us, you know, um, whatever whatever you want to do, right? We were talking about, our, about, that, about that on our way. Mm -hmm. Like for me, whatever I can whatever opportunity that I have to talk about my culture and who I am, yeah. I'll do it. So it might be small or some people might be like, oh, you don't really do anything for the country. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, by just being myself, yeah. by just telling my story and inspiring other kids yeah. that look like me, for me, it's it's already a good thing and it's already huge. And I, I mean, I could do so many other things to make money, yeah. but I really decide to take that path of just create a better future and opportunity for my community that's good because like you know how people always say well what are you doing for the country what are you doing for the country exactly right? people that are saying that like you have a class and you have a i guess we haven't got to that question yet mm -hmm. but you know if you're teaching kids mm -hmm. that's the best way to give back because that helps the future you know what i think so having conversation with them about okay let's do the nay nay together whatever you want to call it you know in my french accent so they mm -hmm. laugh at me and stuff and i'm like do you know 
do you know the the potential of that? Let's talk about money, right? Mm. How much that represent? Like a kids from 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 the hood or from whatever the kids coming from is creating the the nail nail, the yo yo, the way way, whatever you yeah. want to call it, right? And then the you, then whatever, right? And then you have the rest of the world like who that doing it? Yeah. If we can. As you say, translate that in numbers. It's, it's power, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So you guys are powerful. So opening the conversation mm -hmm. as an African mm -hmm. woman, Caribbean, you know, with them talking about them, and based on my observation and my own experience, for me, it's huge. This is great. Let me ask you this: What about because you talked about the difference between U.S. and in Europe, and mm -hmm. I, you said earlier about um, motivation, right? Because there's so much money emphasis emphasized in America about entertainment. Yeah. That's what people are like, no, a if lot. I can do whatever to a get lot. into entertainment, because, you know, there's residual, damn it, there's other opportunities and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. What about the difference between LA and New York? Do you see a difference in dancing? Yeah. I like New York. Like, it's Ugh, more, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like more, uh, it's not rough, but there's something deep and something real and something like in your face about New York that I like. I, I mean... Death Row. Yeah, I know. But it's just a different vibe. I really don't know how to describe because I'm not from here. Yeah. But this is really like, Clearly. you know, it's just like, you know, New York got me. I don't know. It's, it's the train. It's, I don't know. There is so many things. The, about the big, oh, how about the big rats? <laughs> also, <laughs> you know, I like the rats. No, I'm joking. The, um, yeah, there, there is something about New York that I don't really know how to describe that energy. Uh. Now, in terms of dancing. I would say, you know, you have Broadway, you have all the classical training yeah, that yeah, you, yeah. you can find here too, but you have this classical training that you find in New York. Yeah. Like, I mean, the Alvin Ailey, right? It's yeah, in yeah. New York and all of that. So, But the irony about Alvin Ailey, he went to high school in LA. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a bit, no, no, but, but the company is a, it, it, based out it there. Based, yeah, for you, a reason. You know what? You know I what? think the theater, the theater yeah. war and stuff and Broadway, stuff like that is bigger over there. I think here, like, it's more... As a dancer, right, is more commercial. Yeah. So if yeah. you want to do, I mean, I don't know, tour and then do backup dancing for big the artists, artists yeah. so you, you better to be in LA. You know, me as a teacher, as someone who want to do Broadway, want to work with the community and stuff, I don't really need to be here. Like, Why? maybe when I was dancing, yes, probably. You know, in New York, you don't really have to take 15,000 classes. You have to know the right person. No. You know, you just take your train. You don't have to have that much money. You take your train. There is an event. You just go. You show up. You, you know what you, I mean? No, I agree because my sister went to a school in New York. Mm -hmm. So the subculture in New York and theater is respected. Like mm -hmm. theater isn't respected. Like it's it's normal, it seems like, in New York to mm -hmm. be like, hey, it's Saturday. Let's go see a play. Yeah. Like out here, we have to see the the plays, The Lion King. It has to be something gigantic for us to see a play. See. So that's the subculture there. So I can understand where it's like. You and can also, be when you see it with the kids, the training that they have, it goes from tap, yeah, like tap, ballet yeah. to hip hop to freestyle to flexing to they go deep into you know. You know, we're talking about knowing your history. They'll mm -hmm. do that in New York because like tap was so important, yes. especially with like jazz and all this yes. stuff. No, no. So I understand. I get it. We're very. It's more the business more commercial out here. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think if there's an industry where it's like um, you have to like really grind out here, it'll probably be comedy and probably hip hop. Mm -hmm. But like those other like you like dancing, talking about dancing, like out here you can just have, definitely tell. No, I'm gonna be in a music video. Mm -hmm. You heard what I mean? I want to go on tour with a whatever yes. with Beyonce and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so you better. I mean, Beyonce lives in New York, but then yeah, like I feel like some big decision. Of course she does. <laughs> I'm just saying. Huh? Oh, she does? Oh, yeah, okay. Does. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, oh, in, I was saying I'm surrounded by the beehive, in, huh? Yeah, she's in Brooklyn. Uh, oh, well, of course she is. <laughs> oh, by the way, you're you're talking about you moved here with your ex-boyfriend that was a uh, 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 actor mm -hmm. and a, uh, what was he? Uh, you said a singer? He was, uh, yeah. He was doing rap and then uh, it was... Um, I just wanted to add that he was also a waiter. It was a what? A writer? Was, oh, a waiter. No, he was not. Oh, a lot of actors here, you know, they're always. No, he was not. That was a, that was a joke. You, you didn't. I, I just, I, just, I wanted to no, put that. You didn't do your research. I didn't do research. <laughs> well, we did our research on these questions. <laughs> Tell you that. You did the research. What What about the difference in dance between the West and Africa? What do you mean the West and Africa? West West African dance? No, no, no. Like like the West, like 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 Europe and like oh, America oh, oh, versus Africa. Oh, as all you call as all you call us the West. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. God. <laughs> the West. Gosh. We can uh, stop this podcast. <laughs> Mm. Uh -huh. What do you mean in terms of training? 
Yeah, I mean, like, what do you see any differences? Like, like I don't know, maybe training, even the business. Yeah, like I was saying earlier, it's like, yeah, there is more opportunity here. The business is bigger. You have more money. Mm. I was talking about, I mentioned like Broadway and stuff like that. Even like for a music video, you have more money. It's just money and the opportunities. You have more money and opportunities here compared to Europe. Mm. Um, what was that? Oh, you know, maybe this will lead to the next qu- mm-hmm. next question or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever danced in any of your, your parents' some home countries? So have you danced in Congo? Have you danced in Martinique? Yeah, I did. Martinique. So I did a, a musical in Martinique for the France, and it was the first time and the last time my grandma, I mean, saw me uh, performing. She saw uh, me on stage. Cool, cool. Yeah, she passed after, and then she was so proud, so so proud of seeing me performing. It was nice. It was um, a musical, um, Caribbean musical. It was in Creole and French in Creole, mm-hmm. and then yeah. Oh, what about Congo? What about Ken? In Congo, um, I did a performance um, mm. with this company, and it was for the, um, uh, as you say in English, le cinquantenaire d'indépendance. So the 50, 50th anniversary of independence of Congo. Nice. I flew with the, um, the um, I mean, actually the king of Belgium. Uh. and uh, Really? The, yeah. And the ambassador of Congo in Belgium, and all this, you know, very diplomatic yeah. people. And then we went to celebrate um, the anniversary, the 50th anniversary of the independence in Congo. And I did perform at Wallonie, Bruxelles. The king um, of Belgium was it like Leopold's grandson? What is this? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, the, it's not grandson, grandson, but yeah. Well, let me see. It's the same. You know, it's the same bloodline. <laughs> it's the same bloodline. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, who are dancers or choreographers? Is that, is that how you pronounce it? Choreo- choreographer, we what? Yeah, yeah, there it is. You can just fill it in for me. Okay. Is there any that you, like, respect or look up to? I like Tanisha Scott. She's um, she's in, uh, in New York, but she's from Canada, mm-hmm. and she's Jamaican. Mm-hmm. And she really made it on the commercial side so she's i don't know she worked with um drake i mean she really made it when she toured with uh sean paul uh-huh. the first album that like he got big yeah that first yeah. album was incredible right so she is how she got her name out there and she's amazing she's very humble. she's very humble uh-huh. she's very professional and she does so much good good work uh on the commercial um work so i really love what she and then i i had the opportunity to work with her uh when i did the vma with uh rihanna what what yeah i did in 2016 um yeah i did the vma with rihanna so if i stole your phone right now i could find rihanna's phone number nope (laughs) we were not that close why is she here patrick (laughs) come on man (laughs) we were not that close but she's cool though she's mad cool i was not expecting her to be that cool when I get this money, <laughs> when I get this, I'm going right to Rihanna. We're going to make this work. Yeah, she's very beautiful. She's very humble. She's very professional, very detail-oriented. I was observing every single move she was making. Can she cook? Say it again. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I did. She I'm didn't so look like obnoxious. Like she looks like she can cook, though. She looks like she's a, she can be a Wait. very good wife. See, you're half islander. You know your people. She, 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 you can tell she can cook. Yeah, she looks like someone who can cook. Yes. May God bless you. Just wait. I'm coming. Yes. But, you know, her <laughs> wine, though. The wine was not that. No, I'm was joking. It, was that, <laughs> I'm no, joking. No, no, no. Hey, look. No, 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 look, 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 don't worry. Don't hey, look. Don't worry. I'll take care of that. I'll take care of that. Oh, no. <laughs> he said, oh, no. <laughs> I okay. Um... What was the question again? No, I said what dancers do you respect, but we went on a So, tangent. yeah, so Tanisha Scott, and oh. I also like Camille A. Brown, so she's more on the um, a musical theater, Broadway mm. type of thing. She's also amazing, talented. She's African-American, and she made um, a piece out of, um, I think it's Black Girl Spectrum. Mm-hmm. So she uh, created a piece out of how Black Girl and how a community moves, you know, so the whole dance and stuff, the thing that I don't know but that i did learn about it yeah so she did that to really express the blackness on stage so that was pretty powerful 
she did a, f- a few uh, TED talk and stuff like that. She's, oh, sure. She's good and she's also likes to die a lot about um, the uh, South African technique. So mm-hmm. she incorporate um, some kombucha and 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 then and then also the stepping and stuff like that in her yeah. vocabulary. So she's very strong. She's a very strong dancer, amazing choreographer. So there's two black women that I really look up to. This is amazing because this is a whole different science to like yes. dancing. I'm just thinking like you just oh hear the beat and go uh uh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is there any like? Is there any one of them or any other dancers you you wish you could work with or wish you could have worked with in the past? Not really. Um, oh, okay. No, you know, I think I'm good with who I am, what I've done, and mm. what I'm supposed to do. Mm. You know, as artists, you're an artist too. We always que- we always questioning yeah, yeah, yeah. the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, am I good enough? I'm on the right path. Maybe I should, you know, do that. Maybe I should change. Sometimes you're just good at what you're doing. Right. That's all. What What are we looking for? You know, what What success mean? Yeah, success, yeah, yeah. is it popularity? Is it money? You know what I mean? Yeah. So me personally, if success is, you know, building my family because I'm a mom now, yeah. being here, teaching kids, make sure like I'm, I stay true to who I am every day. So if, that is success, so I am successful. So good for you. You know, if I work with, I did work with Camille Brown, for instance. I did work with Tanisha Scott. I wish I can work on the same level, uh, but not work for them, but oh. work as them. Yeah, that might be my next move. But oh. at the end of the day, if it doesn't happen, wow. I feel like I'm good where I am at right now. Oh, uh, yeah. What, what about you? You wouldn't want to want to dance with Michael Jackson? Yeah, when I you know I don't want to dance anymore, so I feel like being on stage for me is just yeah. Even when we were younger, like I just picture yeah, like, if I yeah, like yeah, I love Janet Jackson for instance. That yeah. would be like my dream. If you call me tomorrow, be like, yo, Janet Jackson want to have you on stage with her. I might double. Eh, I might say yes. Oh my god! And then uh, I don't know if I still want to be on stage behind someone. Oh, okay, I feel what you're saying. You know, you ready to be the lead? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, this weekend you'll be judging the African dance competition in LA. Yes. That's in in March, mm-hmm. right? Could you talk about the competition and your role in it? That is that is tomorrow. Actually. Tomorrow. Yeah. See, this leap year shit in February. It's ridiculous. <laughs> leap year. Leap this. <laughs> leap this. Yeah. Um. So it's i think it's the third edition or something like that mm-hmm. i don't really know them it's really our first collaboration mm-hmm. i'm always you know i'm of course congolese and and then caribbean uh, martinique but i'm more pan-africanist oh, good you know, for I, you. Love, I love africa um from the inside and from the outside mm. i like my people um so um this organization they do a lot of work for the community in africa uh, so they bring people from Africa here and they create this huge network. So the guy was like, I'm interested about the dancing too because I feel like dance is a huge part of the community. Huge part of anybody's culture. Exactly, right? And he's from Nigeria. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I like to connect with everybody. Right. You know, so I want to learn more about how Nigerians are working together. You know, they, mm-hmm. they're good at business. <laughs> they're very good at business. They're good at emails too. <laughs> yeah, that's another that's mm-hmm. another side of me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, and they do a lot of business, especially, you know, the Afrobeat is taking over. Yeah. I'm like, yo, that's not going to happen without us. I don't care. Yeah. Like me as Congolese, I'm going to have, you know, my, my, my foot everywhere because I want to I want to know. I want to be a part of it. I want to push the conversation. I want to, you know, support each other. Yeah, but you can't, you know, you can't do music in Africa without Congo. Everybody knows. Like, it's funny because, like, I'll be at a, I'll be at a comedy club and let's say, like, an older, like, Nigerian or an older Liberian man will walk by me and he'll be like, oh, I like your set. You're from Congo. Then he'll be like, so do you know Papa Wemba? Of course. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they'll be like, oh, yeah, of course. You know yeah, what if I mean? you're African, you know. You know, yeah. when I said I'm Congolese, like, people already know. They're like, mm, okay. Mm. Yeah. There's nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they know. They, they know. <laughs> <laughs> on, est juste, on est juste les plus forts, on est les meilleurs, on a une, une des plus belles musiques du monde. Et, uh, wow. That masculine voice comes out. <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's French side. <laughs> I'm so rude. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm so rude. And it's okay just because you're not funny. All right. Okay. The negative. <laughs> you're on my podcast. Yeah, I true. heard, yeah, yeah, that you want to open a dance school in Congo. How are things going with that goal? 
Um, which, okay, it's not a dance school. It's more like a performing arts center. What's the difference? Dance school, it's a dance school. So you go in a school and you learn dance. Makes sense. Performing right. arts center, you learn every every kind of performance aspect. It could be theater, it could be singing, uh, dancing, acting. of course, acting, um, music, everything. You know, you know um, Africans need to learn improv. Improv is so fun. It is fun, yes, and it's also a performance. Yeah, yeah. I will. I would love to have something like that in the curriculum. But you know what? Since I moved here, mm. of course, Congo will be the easiest, or... and you know my base and stuff. But then I don't know. Now I get to know more communities in different countries. I don't know. I mm. like yes, you know, like it's. <laughs> I would say Africa. Uh -huh. I want to. I want to develop a project in Africa, and I want to have one of the one of the best performance art center in Africa. I want people from around the world come in Africa and train themselves and learn from us. They already from do the it. Best. Yeah, but it's not formal. They just come, take what they have to take, and they leave, and they they're gonna make money. Yeah. It's just long now. You're gonna come here and train and really learn and respect how art because we <sighs> respect how art first. Yeah. If we let if you continue let people come and, and steal and take mm. and then we agreed on that because it's cool or because it's fun so then yeah but me i'm gonna be like mm -mm. if you do that school you can do it in different you can i mean you can have different points of distribution if you do it in congo you do it in kenya you do it in brazzaville you do it in nairobi you can do it i in, was thinking about kenya yes yeah because if you mm -hmm. were to do that like because and i now, didn't know like people from tanzania and uganda how they love Congolese culture and music and everything. Yo, I didn't know. Yeah, I met, we met a girl from Kenya. Mm -hmm. We were at a concert and she found a word Congolese. She was speaking fluent Lingala to us. And I said, wait, how do you know Lingala? She was like, well, I'm from the West side. So we speak Lingala. I was like, wait, what? They they know everything about the music, the dance. Even they don't really understand. It's like yeah. me when I was listening to hip, I was like, oh, what you want to watch your network? Oh, you should have seen her. Oh, so look, Azul was performing, right? We? Yeah, and this girl was on stage. She was like, no, I love Congolese music. It was Kenyan. I was like, this is so odd. It is so... But then it, you have to be African or to know about African culture to know that. And Zoto Naye is ali makasi, pe. Oh, her body was incredible. Oh, okay. Uh, anyhow, nothing to do with the conversation. No, 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 no. But I had to let the fans know that I care and I'm a creep. No. All right, bye. Okay, wait, wait. How do I pronounce this person's name? What was your reaction to. We'll be back after this. Hi again, listeners. Since the next segment discusses Siron Benz's song, Isha, being featured as part of Shakira's Super Bowl performance this past February, we figured we'd play a snippet for anybody who isn't familiar with it. It's a great song and a prolific career that spans over five decades. If you'd like to hear more of his music, just Google S-Y-R-A-N-M-B-E-N-Z-A. Enjoy! serious question wow yeah what was your reaction? wait i don't know if i'm ready right, oh go. look at the swag <laughs> calling people ugly off camera you think i don't know oh my god never i would never say something like that yeah she called me ugly during the break she was like you know you're not that handsome you ugly no i said you're not funny that's different but you're ugly too if i have to <laughs> jesus christ that hurts no. No, no. let's see how you get home all right look what's your no, reaction you're very cute 
Ah, merci, merci. Mm -hmm. Can you send that uh, send send that clip to Rihanna? <laughs> okay, I will. Yeah. I sure will. Yeah. What's your reaction to Dulo Dilo being a part of Shakira's Super Bowl performance? How do you feel? Wait, <coughs> I need to breathe. Corona. Um. Corona. <laughs> no, <laughs> please. I still need to make money. I want to be in quarantine. Um. <laughs> Okay. Yes, ma'am. I read a lot of reactions, uh -huh. positives and negative. Oh. And I'm kind of in proud of yeah. In between, but I, it's it's still a huge exposure for Congolese music, right? right? But the sad things is like people don't know it was Congolese music yeah, yeah, yeah. because of the confusion between Chapeta and the whole thing. Mm. So. But again, what I like about Shakira, Shakira stayed really true to her roots because she's from Colombia and she's from, that I didn't know, I made my research about it, but she's from the Caribbean part. So one of my students, she's from Colombia, and she told me how when the African came as slaves, right, mm -hmm. um, there was this huge uh, African um roots in Colombia. Right. And the a lot of Af a lot of African that arrived as slaves were from Congo. Oh yeah. So yeah, when yeah. you listen to the music you can yes, obviously recognize the melody, the, the exactly. beat tempo. So then I understood the confusion and um the connection. So it's not wrong. There was nothing wrong about using some Congolese music and doing some chapeta. No. There was nothing wrong about using some hip hop music and do some contemporary fusion or ballad, or even take a classical Mozart piece and do some freestyle hip hop. Yes, right? yes. Uh -huh. So for me, the artistically, there was nothing bad about it. But then my question is like, if we have that many exposure, if we have that many opportunities, who who's at the source? Who's the choreographer? Who's the artistic director? Who, who, who took that decision of putting Congolese music and doing some chapeta on top of, the, of it? So, you know, I use that as a fact in my class to keep mm. teaching, mm. to keep pushing the culture, to keep pushing the conversation. So then we're going to have more jobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So is it bad? Not really. Yeah. Is it a big celebration? Not really. I would hope, like, hopefully, like, in the in the future to see that if you are, because, you know, especially here in the States, you know, there's a lot of big, like, Congolese artists, mm -hmm. even growing up, that never acknowledge their Congolese, Congolese self. And if you mean they, them as artists? Yeah, mm -hmm. right. And if they would have, let's say, for example, let's say I blow up, right? I will, and you guys will make me blow up. <laughs> I blow up, right? I do a music video, and I'm like, I want to do something cultural. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, let's put some, we're going to do our music, we're going to have our core, our or dancing right people would be like oh well i didn't even know that they had that there you know see, what i mean see. so it's like it's our responsibility exactly you can't allow somebody else on the outside to be it's their responsibility to show our dancing exactly <laughs> right? that's exactly so that's the reason why you know I, I, I have nothing negative to say about it i'm just learning moving on you know i'm trying to stay super clear i make my research myself to make sure like i come up with you know real accurate information so then people can still learn i did a post on my instagram because i made my own research and people was like oh my god thank you for sharing that we didn't know that i didn't even know uh, there were like a lot of congolese slaves that arrived on in colombia i didn't know about that oh she research you know in like in in brazil 85 yeah. percent of the slaves were from congo that i knew yeah. But then from Colombia, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the whole chapeta and whole thing. I really made my research. I watched video. I'm a dancer. So I could, you know, read, you know, the technique and the dance style and understanding the beat and the musicality behind it. I was like, okay, it makes sense. What, what, what technique is this? It looks like some shimmy shake, um, fake jewelry, um, Africa. It's not fake. I got it on Amazon. <laughs> Heard. So Amazon is legit. Yeah, sure, sure. Legit it is. Amazon. Amazon Prime. Okay. Is that like a, a stain or something? Like, is it like a real? Yeah, this is $7.99 with free shipping and handling. Okay. I don't care. I don't care about y'all judging me. <laughs> no, we're not judging you. Bling, bling. <laughs> so, yeah, right. So, what do you think? Well, what do I think? Like I said. Is uh, it a good thing or a bad thing? <sighs> if you have to pick a side. 
I would say good if I have to pick. <sighs> no, it's just like it's just history repeating itself. Like it's just like you steal from us and, and not even to acknowledge, but it's like it's it's up to us. Like so, if for example, like look at this is why Michael Jackson's the greatest, right? Michael Jackson would bring Lady Smith. Um, remember Lady Smith, the people from South Africa, the singers. Mombanza, right? Oh. Right? And he'll bring them in and he'll have them in the video to be like, hey, look, these are, I'm influenced, they, they influenced me. Like, I like them. And they'll put them in the video. So if she was to do that and they did all this research, there's nothing wrong. Like, picture she brought in Dulu Dulu, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, and people will be like, who's this African guy in the back? I'm like, oh, this is the guy that created the dance. And she could have gave him opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, think about it, like, you know, I'm a scientist, my background, right? If I steal, if I reference your work, I have to make a reference point and be like, this is where I got sure, this. Sure, right. sure. And that's just, and, and, and if you don't in like science and in, in, in writing or any type of writing, that's that's, that's a plagiarism. That's fraud. Yeah. So you know, I am watching, like we know a big time artist that mm-hmm. copied some big time Congolese um, artists a couple years ago and did the exact same music video. You won't even acknowledge them? Yeah. And you did the exact same music video. Yeah. But if we did that to them, oh, their lawyers would be on our heads. Oh, you're stealing this, that. You know what I'm saying? So there's not even no like um, creative integrity. Yeah. That's what bothered me. Because we're artists. At least have some creative integrity. I feel like there is something very important that you bring is just like when it comes to art and when it comes to culture, like people don't really respect or acknowledge sometimes. You really have to fight super hard for people to respect you or to value you or to acknowledge who you are. And and it's it's not like you said, science and doctors and, and lawyers and all of that. But it's again... It's our responsibility to really like push for that. Yeah, have creative integrity. Yeah, even but, I... but 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 then that working together as a community, right? Yeah. You have your background in science. Yeah. You know, we know lawyers. Like, we need to just sit down and have conversation about that. What can we do? Yeah. You know, this this case happened. What can we do? Okay, I'm a lawyer. I'm gonna push the case. Let's see. You know what I mean? So then people's like, oh, okay, we're not playing with them anymore. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Because to copy somebody's music video frame for frame like you're not even trying you're not even trying to lie you're like i'm just stealing it yeah and then not even acknowledge them but then if we go back to that specific you know situation Uh it was just shakira Uh doing some chapeta from her her culture her country using some congolese music that sounds like chapeta music so for me it was not stealing it Uh was just like a mix and a fusion about things that people didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If people knew the Congolese music and then it's very, it's Sukus. It's not even Dombolo. It's not even like people call Afro-Congo and all yeah. those things, right? It's really Sukus. And people just didn't know. It sounds like, hey, exotic. Right, right. You know, it sounds exotic. So people's like, oh my God. So again, it's up to us to really like make sure like people respect us and people learn, you know, what's going on outside of America also. Um, and the inspiration is always good to acknowledge, like you said. I went to see a show mm-hmm. uh, two days ago, West Side Story, mm-hmm. super classical music theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a revival with like a um, Belgian director and a Belgian choreographer. It was really interesting to see how the American audience react. They hated it. They're like, ah, why they didn't use the choreography, like the initial choreography? Why, da, 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 you know, because you touch about something classical, yeah, yeah, yeah. something that something touched by their own story, right? Yeah. So it was like, mm, okay, yeah. Mm. Let me tell you something. I'm the host. You don't ask me questions. I ask you questions. Oh my god! So I'm just kidding. I didn't <laughs> just ask kidding. you questions because I want to know what you think. Wait, we're getting close. To, we're getting close to wrapping up, right? Okay. So with you seeing the info- Congolese music getting highlighted at the Super Bowl, what do you think is the future? Congolese dance and music in the United States? I think there is, it's not a future, but I mean, it's present. Like, we're just there. It's like, like I said, it's nothing new. We've been killing it for like decades and we're going to continue doing that. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just like using maybe more, what you say, be thoughtful yeah. about how we use social media and how we are presenting ourselves. Um, that's the reason why I like to say, um, you know, Angel Kaba, I'm from Congo mm. and Martinique, born and raised in Belgium. I'm French. It's very important for people to understand the history mm. behind Congo. Congo was colonized by Belgium. Mm. So by me growing up in Belgium, that means a lot about the Congolese, um, you know, story, the colonization and everything. 
So mm. the way we move, the way we dance, everything is in, is in there. So I feel like us as Congolese, is very, it's important for us to really keep acknowledging and keep being, like I said, relevant about mm. what we want to, what 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 kind of information we put out there, and also when things are happening like that, the way we're reacting. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the whole thing with Fali Pupa. Fali Pupa is doing a concert right right now. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. talk in Paris, and it's been like 10 years. Like he couldn't perform in Paris because of this. Um, a part of the community called like les really les 10 years. 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. Les combattants. So they're like, no, we're not going to let you perform here in Paris. You know what I mean? So it's important between us, how we are like interacting with each other. What is the purpose? And that's that's how people will respect you in the future. But in the present, I mean, I have no problem for people to respect me. You're going to respect me. Good for you because you respect yourself. Exactly. I don't respect you, but you respect yourself. <laughs> You're gonna, yeah, I'm going to make you respect mm, me. Uh, whoa, I got it on tape. I got something to the police. <laughs> You don't even have a visa out here. They'll deport your I ass. I do. Deport your ass so I do. quick. Oh, they'll deport the hell. Oh, oh, you're black. They'll deport your ass so quick. The Trump does not. You with the. Uh, uh, you have to leave. You know he always does this with his hand. Trump, I'm Trump. Yeah, this guy is different. That's your president because you're American. I'm not. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I was funny. I was gonna say I support my president, but no, this guy's aloof. He's a child. Okay, well, we at okay. We're coming to the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. We ask everybody this: mm-hmm. What is your spirit animal? Like, what's an animal that, that has characteristics you wish you had or you think you share? Like me, I think it's a black panther. Quiet, okay. straight to the point, sleek. It's probably things I want to be because I'm not really like that in person. Nothing, nothing, nothing sleek, nothing smooth about me. But I wish I was like a panther. I do like to eat food in a tree because you know a leopard. They can be cool. Yeah, you look like someone who eat uh, food in the tree. We're, we're, we're going to really? delete this podcast. You really look Let's like find that. out what this matters. Don't you think matters. so? It looked like someone who eat, I don't know, type of fruit, like, I don't know, vegetables or stuff like that. I don't eat vegetables. From the, yes, you, but yes, you said you, you, you like, you said fumwa? Yeah. So. Okay, okay, you remembered, okay. <laughs> All right. <coughs> animal, animal. What's your spirit animal? Hmm. You're, you're a sloth? That's a good question. A, a Gerber? That's a good question. A rat? No, rat is ugly like you. <laughs> that's number two. <laughs> no, I'm that, sorry, it was that's too easy. Dead. Yo, I don't know. I like would an say... eagle, a, a mongoose, a snake, uh, a mamba. I think an elephant. Oh, why an elephant? Because it's smart. Because it's kind. Because when it's really angry and upset, you don't play with them. They have good memory. And also, and they live super old. Really? How do I I like? I like the wisdom. Getting old, it reminds me about wisdom. And then also is a strong um, representation of Africa. Good for you. Do you know what color um, um, elephants are? Uh, I think they purple, no? Purple? Okay, wow, not your hair. I said (laughs) elephants. I think they purple. No, they're gray. But people think they're black, but they they roll themselves in mud to keep themselves cool. So people think they're black. They're actually gray. You don't even know the elephant. I knew they were... You said purple. No, I knew they were gray, but I was like, why is... She thinks they're Dumbo. Oh, they're purple. I'm like, why is asking me that? You know what I mean? Mm. I'm not a stand-up artist comedy like you, my friend. (laughs) Stand-up artist comedian? I don't even know how much is the such an elitist. (laughs) What is the order of... Is it stand-up comedy, artist, whatever? Right, no, just stand up comedian. <laughs> You're terrible. Okay, well, tell the people where they can follow you and where. So you can follow me on uh, Angel Kaba K A B A and um, voila. Thank you for having me. Having me, it was very uh, interesting to talk uh, with this guy. He's very smart and is very. It's a cool guy. I think he's cool. Wow. And uh, I hope I'll be back and we ha- we're gonna have more conversations like that. Oh no, we're gonna dance. No, I don't want to dance with you. I don't know you like that. No, no, no. We don't have to dance together, but you can teach me how to do something. No, I dance. don't want to teach you anything. You don't deserve that. You know, see, you get, you, you, get, <laughs> you give them an inch, then they think they're a ruler. You see what I'm saying? It's terrible. So there's just, just, just that on Instagram? So or? wait, wait, wait. Which, which dance you wanted me to teach you? Whatever. I don't know. Okay, we're going to do something. Okay, we're going to do that. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Is that yeah, whatever, whatever, when, when you come back from, what you call it, uh, paying child support in New York, you can come, <laughs> we can, uh, we can come do this dance. Yo, some word. Uh, so Angel Kabake ABA on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, TikTok, everywhere. All right. 
And uh, make sure you guys follow the Monty Boys on Instagram. Fa- like us on Facebook. Follow, subscribe on YouTube. Comments. Leave. Tell us what you like about the episode. Tell, tell us what you don't like about um, her hair. You know what I'm saying? And we'll, and we'll respond. And thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Next time on the Bantu Boys podcast, we have Landry Chanel and Miss Congo Love to discuss the topic, Love and Congo. This is ridiculous. Like, you said, I want the five... I want all five. I want with it. It's word, touch. It's word of word of yeah, like, like, con, I want, con. Exactly. I want my man to be like, oh, honey, you look beautiful. Even if I don't look beautiful, you need to tell me I look beautiful. Like, even if I look like my hair look like. Well, crazy, if you don't look beautiful, why don't you don't care. deserve that compliment? If, look, even if it's something simple like, oh, it's, I don't care. I just want my. It dilutes the compliment. Period. <laughs> I, even if when I even when I'm looking my roughest, I need my man to be like, <laughs> yeah, you're looking, you're looking beautiful. <laughs> Period. I don't want to hear nothing else. <laughs> I want what I want. Yeah. I, I, I want what I want. I, I, I in all seriousness, I don't think that's reasonable. How is that not reasonable? Is it is it not reasonable to want whatever? If if you want somebody to touch you, a partner. That's, no, no, no. Physical, right? There's. Physical. Yes, there's yes. um words stuff. of confirmation. Yes. Right. There's um um. I have the book. Yeah. Oh wow. I just downloaded. Of course you do. Yes, I like to read y'all. You know what I mean, yeah, I know, like I understand that, but to you want you can't ask somebody to be perfect. That's not reality. I'm not asking for perfect. But those are like. That's, but that's, I want it. <laughs>